Lucina Sierra, and this is Baby Steps. Welcome back to episode two of my podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed the previous episode if you gave it a listen. If not, check it out either before this, after this, whatever you want to do. It just kind of talks about what Baby Steps is and why I am on here making this platform and this podcast available to all of you guys. Today, I don't know if you guys read the title, but we are going to be talking about normalizing failure. And I know that this is definitely something that we all have experienced, either failure within a friendship, a relationship, school, something that we put our heart and soul into and didn't expect the outcome that we got. It's completely normal to go through this and I don't think that a lot of people feel this way or make it feel okay to go through these things. Um, I guess what I realized when it was okay to face failure was honestly last semester, which was my second semester of freshman year. And I think before then I never really realized, I think everyone told me like, it's okay to not be perfect. It's okay to not do everything in a way that it's, you know, quote, supposed to be. Um, but it just never felt okay to fail. It never felt like I was living up to what I could do or other people's expectations that they definitely probably did not mean to put on me. But I just think that it should be something that we talk about, especially as girls, girls are always supposed to be seen as put together and perfect and have their stuff together and everyone is okay all the time. And um, I just think that's not the case. And I think it needs to be talked about and addressed. So I kind of want to go way back to middle school. And I know you might think like, oh, well, feel like middle school, everyone had a lot of pressure on themselves to begin with. It's just a weird time in everyone's life. But I think what I was scared of doing that first made me realize that I never want to fail or let anyone down was I was scared of getting in trouble, like deathly scared of getting in trouble by my parents. And let me just note that my parents are honestly not very strict at all. I think they're pretty understanding and easygoing and super supportive and everything I do but I just had this fear that I was going to let them down in some way or something that I did that was going to make them upset and that I was just constantly just afraid that I was going to get in trouble granted like sometimes like as you do in middle school you make the wrong decision or you know you do something that your parents told you not to do and they kind of like give you a slap on the wrist, tell you like, hey, like, don't do that. Like, that's not good. And you're like, okay, okay. Learn from your mistakes. But I was just so scared that I was going to get in trouble. And I was not really a bad child. I would hope to think, oh my God, this just reminds me. I literally have to call my dad back. Um, But I was like never a bad child. I think that I was honestly very good for, um, for being a middle school teenage girl who, as we all know from, well, as the girls know from their previous experience that teenage girls can be ruthless. But I was just always so scared that I was going to get in trouble. 
And I guess this kind of started with my first time I got in trouble was I was sent to the principal's office for a situation that I totally did not mean to be in. And I honestly did not do really anything wrong. And when I explain the situation, you're going to think it's kind of crazy that this got me to the principal's office. I went to a public, uh, I mean, I went to a private all-girls school. So there is a lot of drama, as you can imagine. And there was a lot of principal office things that were just silly. But I was on the bus with me and a couple of friends. We asked to borrow another girl's cards. Then she wanted the cards back. Some of my friends hid them, didn't give them back to her because they were upset. She wanted the cards back, yada, yada. We got in trouble for not giving all the cards back. Everything was okay. Apologized. We wrote notes to, to like, the person. I actually, like, never got in the detention. So I think, yeah, so I, so I know. I don't know. I, oh, I got one detention in high school. Uh, that was for waving at my friend in class. That was another really, another thing that was just kind of crazy. But I think, like, it was little things like that where it was, like, the tiniest errors and I would get in trouble. And my, you know, my parents were just like, oh, like, you should have been nicer to the girl, giving her her cards back. Like, we understand, like, you're not the one that took them, but maybe you should have been the one to mention that the, your friend had the cards. But um, so, like... It was never that, like, I was getting, like, scolded for doing anything wrong. It was just I was so scared that one little mistake like that was going to get me landed in the principal's office or I was going to hurt someone's feelings or do something bad like that. Um, so I guess that's, like, kind of where my my pressure on myself to kind of be perfect and not do anything wrong and, you know, be the good girl, be nice to everyone, don't upset anyone's feelings, you know, that's not what people like and so I think that's where it all slightly started um and then I kind of realized it with school I was I've always been a good student in school like I've always been the one in my family that that was like their thing like a lot of my siblings were really good at sports and you know really good at their like own individual things and we all kind of had her, our niche things. I was never very athletic. Uh, I think any of my friends can tell you that I'm still scared to catch a ball to this day, which has to do with, like, my eye problems, which is a whole nother thing. But I was never, like, the sporty type. So I was very good at school, and I had that. That was my thing. So that was never, like, an issue for me. And I never really struggled except in sixth grade math, which is, like, the craziest thing of all because – now looking back on it, like, we're all like, oh, that's, like, pretty simple. But to me, it was, like, such a challenge. I, like, couldn't get it down. And it was also a year I was transitioning to a new school, harder school. So, but other than that, I've been pretty good at school. And I think what kind of set me off was my junior year. I did AP Biology. And I loved biology. I, before going to the business school um, in my college, at my college, I wanted to be a pediatrician. So I wanted to be a doctor for little kids. And um, I think I have like my mind like very set on that. And I have like, you know, family members that are doctors, and I would talk to them and I'd be like, Oh, my God, they do such amazing things. I'm so inspired by them. And I still am incredibly inspired by them. And like, even more so now that I literally could not pass AP biology. Um, but I think that's when I, my pressure to kind of like, 
not let anyone down, which I totally made up in my head. No one was like putting the pressure on myself, putting the pressure on me besides myself to kind of not fail was then I really was struggling. I had a tutor. I know um, my school, if you're hearing this, don't come for me. I had a tutor for an AP class. I know that's like not allowed, but I had a tutor and we still like, I still couldn't get my grades up. I was going to extra help all the time. I was doing everything I could. I was at the point where I could drive myself to school. So I would go in early, meet with the teacher. He was not a very helpful teacher at all. And part of the reason why I wasn't doing very well in the class was because I got quarantined from, I didn't have COVID. I got quarantined from my like friends and family members from November all the way till April. I didn't go to two full weeks of school. Um, So I was like never really in the classroom fully I was always like on and off and the teacher would kind of shame me for being on zoom he wouldn't look at me he wouldn't like ask if I could hear or anything like that or see the board or anything so he kind of just like left me to the side he wasn't um my favorite teacher (laughs) if you can't tell by me speaking about him but I think that's when I like realized that oh like I like deeply don't want to fail this class like I think that it was like making me cry all the time. And I was like, I just don't understand why I'm not getting it. Like this is supposed to come natural to me. Like I've always been good at science. I've always been good at math and everything. And like the STEM category, why is biology not like I've done, I aced freshman year biology, which is a lot more simple than AP biology, may I add. And I was just not understanding why I like wasn't getting it because I was putting in everything I needed to in order to get the results of an A, a B plus, a a B even. And it just like wasn't hitting the marks. And I think that was just like really frustrating for me. It would honestly like made me never want to go to the class, always made me feel like I, no matter how much I studied, I was, it was never good enough. It made me want to study even less because I was like, I'm going to fail anyway. Like it's not fair. Um, So I think that's when I first realized like I have an issue with failure and I have an issue with being okay with failure. Um, Moving on to college. This kind of never went away. Um, I know you're supposed to like go crazy, let loose, like don't care about your grade second semester of senior year of high school because you got into college and, you know, it's okay. Like just as long as you're not getting anything that's like a red flag or don't get suspended or anything like you'll still go to college and you'll be okay. And, um, I think I honestly, as much as I would like to say that I stopped caring, I like never really did. Like I still was studying for my tests. Like I took all my APs and, um, you know, tried for, for the ones that I think that I could actually do well on. Um, and I just like kind of tried my best all the way through because I knew that once I got to college, I was just going to have to, like, you know, school was not ending. It was just a break, as you could see it at, like, as you could say. But um, I knew once I got to college, it was just going to be even harder. As as much as my high school liked to say that they prepared us, um, I think maybe that's some cases. Um, But the school I'm at right now, it's extremely hard, especially because there is a curve in the business school that is not to my favor, it um, does not allow most people get to get A's in the class, even if you do deserve an A, which um, is frustrating. Can't really talk about it. It makes me annoyed, but that's okay. And so 
I took a class my freshman year at the beginning of the first semester, and it was worth four credits. So normally each of my classes are worth three credits, and this one was worth one more, which um, if you don't know, it makes your, like a, it affects your GPA a lot more when it's four credits rather than three. And I was not doing particularly well in the class. And I'm not saying like, I don't want to be dramatic because I ended up with like an okay grade, like everything was fine. Um, But like on the test, like I was getting like 60s and, you know, like not great. I don't think I got higher than like a 78 on like any of the tests, which uh, to me was like a shock. I don't think I've ever really gotten that low of scores before. That was definitely new to me, and I didn't like it. I was um, waiting for my second exam grade to come back while I was at home for Thanksgiving. I'm sitting on the couch with my family, my boyfriend, everyone. I open up the grade. I got a 64, and I just immediately start bawling my eyes out. I went to tutoring for the class. I uh, spent hours and days studying for the test. Um, I literally went over every single review thing I could. I talked to everyone about the problems. I felt very confident going into it. And then I get a 64 and it, it like, I know this might be embarrassing, but like, you know, when you put so much work, like it's like soul crushing when you get that grade back and you know that, it doesn't reflect the effort that you put in and it's just so frustrating. So I start crying, like freaking out to my parents. Everyone's trying to calm me down. I like go up to my room, like kind of have a meltdown. My boyfriend comes in, tries to like calm me down. Finally, I like get calmed down. Everyone's reassuring me. They're like, it's okay. You know, this stuff happens. Like, it's okay. It's not the end of the world. It's one grade. Like, don't worry about it. And like all this, it's like, yes, it works in the moment. I stop crying and I stop freaking out. But like all this is like kind of going over my head. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like as long, like, yeah, I know my parents think it's okay. I know my siblings, boyfriend thinks it's okay. But like, I don't feel okay. Like I feel so distraught about this and I can't put like I can't put my finger on like what to fix and how to fix it and how to be perfect and how to you know come back on the next one I need a 100 on the next one to make my grade anywhere where I want it to be and I was like freaking out inside but while I was like putting on like yeah you're right you're right it's okay like I'm putting on that phase kind of thing um so thankfully that class is over as I said ended up doing fine not like yes, my worst grade so far, um, in college, but you know, it is what it is now looking back at it. The class is over. Don't ever have to take that class again or anything in that wheelhouse. So that's over. Second semester freshman year rolls around. I have another hard class and I am doing a little bit better than I was doing in the, the, the first semester class. But I'm still putting in so much work, meeting with the teacher all the time, meeting with everyone, and everyone's helping me kind of think through it, think through the problems, like trying to get a grasp on it. And my teacher, he was super nice, but like it was hard coming to him because he was like a little bit like socially awkward. So like it was like uncomfortable, like he couldn't look me in the eye. So like our conversations were like, he was a very nice and genuinely 
um, like, wanted to help me. But um, it was never really fun going to, like, office hours with him, asking for help. And, like, half the time I still wouldn't understand the problem. And I was just like, "Uh uh-huh, uh-huh, okay, that makes sense. So that, like, the office hours could be over a a little bit faster. Um, I'm really not trying to bash him at all. I did like him. I just think it was unfortunate that I didn't get – I don't want to say an easier teacher, but I do want to say I. it's unfortunate I didn't get an easier teacher that kind of, like, helped my curve – a little bit more um curve me up instead of like curve me down I would say I don't know if he necessarily curved me down but he definitely did not help leverage my grade in any way which is like what they're supposed to do but you know you kind of like hope deep down like oh maybe they'll curve all of our grades up and see the good side of it but that was challenging but I started therapy again during the second semester and I went on anxiety medication which is a subject for another time and I will definitely make my anxiety a whole nother episode because there's a lot to unpack with that but um so and I don't really know they just like made failing make sense they made me realize that it really wasn't the end-all be-all and that I'm, I don't want to go into the world of the two classes that I wasn't doing well on. Like, I don't, like, that's not what I'm going to be. It's not even my major in any sense, but it was just, um, it just, like, calm me down and I don't know why, like, it didn't work the first few times with all my friends and family and, boyfriend saying that stuff but I don't know if it was the anxiety medication that also maybe helped but once I got like back like a grade that like you know definitely was I think it was like a 70 something I don't even know I was just like okay like this is okay I'm gonna meet with the teacher we're gonna review all these parts like it's all right like I did try really hard I just like sort of found myself reassuring myself which all my which I've relied on so many other people to do for me. And it just kind of felt nice to be able to, you know, do it on my own. And uh, it was like a weird feeling of being, of realizing that like, it's okay to fail. Like no one in this world is perfect. And if you haven't realized that by now, like please realize it from me telling you, like everyone, you even might think there's the most perfect person out there like they are definitely they've definitely gone through some failure in their life they're definitely not picture perfect there's way more than what you see on the outside so it was just very interesting to kind of find myself reassuring my my own thoughts of it's okay to fail and it felt great it felt awesome I'm not gonna lie it felt great to fail and feel okay about it and I would after my past class I would normally text my parents whenever I failed an exam and be like I'm so upset with myself like you know just like word vomit being like I don't understand what I did I put in all this effort all this blah 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 and like this time I was like I didn't do well on the exam I'm okay it's okay I'm working it through like all is okay And my parents are, like, the most supportive parents ever about grades. They will never be like, why are you failing? Like, you're a horrible person. You're the worst. You can't do anything. They're like, 
I could literally tell them that I got a C and but explain that I tried super super hard and put in all my effort which I most likely did because I still give everything my 100% attention and they'll be like it's all right like all is okay like I'm so happy you tried like you'll get them next time like they are the most supportive people ever and like please note that I when I talk about pressure it's definitely not coming from any outside source for school it's literally all me putting it on myself and I don't know why I do that me and my now ex-therapist um awkward me and my ex-therapist would talk about it and she was like where are you getting this pressure from I'm like I don't know it's just I've always had pressure on myself I think it's because no one really puts pressure on me so I do it internally and she was like oh okay like calm down like that's okay that's normal and um it just like was weird realizing that oh no okay wait sorry for the pause I just got a text message saying police are looking for assistance in locating a missing teenage girl nearby oh that's really sad okay um I hope they find her wow that was really sad I do not like that but um okay (laughs) sorry back to the podcast um Now, fast forward to today, I am in another class that I am doing by far the worst out of the three, and and it's okay because I have to take this class. Let me note that all three of these classes have been a requirement um, for the business school. Like, I have to actually take all three of these, and um, it's all right that I'm not doing well in this because I've given... It's it's a coding class, and I have given coding my fair share of time many times, many times before in the past. I was in the coding club. My parents made me, made me be in the coding club in sixth grade. Great idea on their part because maybe it would be helping me now if I actually stuck with it. But I have tried coding many times, and it is not my thing. It's very, very hard, and Python and I are just not friends at all and I don't think we will ever be friends and that's life that's how it goes so I am struggling right now in that class and I have talked to the teacher many times and I think she just keeps saying we will see how you do on the next quiz and reassess and my grade is mainly made up it's like 70% of my grade is quizzes and 30% is homework doing fabulous on the homework because I have time to actually think through the problems and, like, understand what I'm doing. Comes to the quizzes, not so well. And I'm like, oh, well, I just took my third quiz, and it probably didn't go great either, and we're still in the same position of I don't understand it. So I'm looking for a tutor in that. I'm going to still continue to do everything I can. But at the same time, I'm okay with not getting an A or B plus or anything that I would, like, normally put so much pressure on myself to get in this class because it's just not for me. I'm doing it as a requirement. I'm trying my best. I'm going to get tutoring from my mentor in one of my clubs here. And that at this point is the best thing that I can do and the most that I can do. And um, that's, that's all I have about where I am right now with um, my classes. But I just kind of want to, um, I just wanted to get on here and talk about failure because 
I know that failure is a big thing with school, but it is also a huge thing with friendships and relationships. And I have definitely had my fair share of being in different friend groups and having different best friends and going through lots and lots of drama and failure to keep a friendship on my behalf and the other person's behalf in many, many cases. And um, it's just, uh, I think it hurts more in a friendship because, and in a relationship because it's a, it's like two people. You're like letting each other down if the rent, the friendship or relationship fails. Whereas in school, it's kind of basically you versus your education, which like your education doesn't have any feelings. It's just more of like a battle within yourself. But um, with relationships, I think it's very hard to come to terms with failure. I think it's definitely more difficult. I think that's still something I need to work on. And not to say any of my relationships or friendships are failing at the moment. They are all doing very well as um, they can. And um, I just think it's uh, definitely, it's not something to be ashamed of if a relationship or uh, friendship fails. Because when you look back on it, it's like, okay, like, maybe it just wasn't the right thing for me or that person to, like, rely on each other so much. If you're, it's, like, you and your, like, best friend and all you guys have are each other, like, that's gonna end fast. And you definitely need other people there for you because, you know, it, there's been many times where I've, like, hung out with the same person only and constantly. And it's, like, so what do we talk about now? And it's so, like, you kind of need to switch it up at times, as one does, because you need to get out there and have different experiences and talk to different people, of course. And so I feel like with that, failure is not something to be ashamed of. It's more of like, it's sad. It's upsetting when a friendship does not make it through something, a problem, an issue, miscommunication, stuff like that. But in the end, you just think about it and you're like, okay, maybe we just grew apart. Maybe uh, we weren't right for each other to like, in a relationship, we weren't right for each other. Maybe that everything happens for a reason. You meet someone new, stuff like that. Or you find a new friend group who makes you even happier, makes you feel even more validated. And, and I think that is definitely that I could talk about at some point friendships, but I'm not sure because um, I definitely don't want to, you know, I don't want to be like, well, I'm not friends with these people anymore because they were mean to me and they didn't make me feel good because honestly, I am still very friendly and friends with everyone who I've been super close with in my past because it just like, right, like they're great people, it just was wrong times and you know, pressure of being in high school and having to have a friend group and, oh, this boy likes you, but I kind of like this boy. So now we can't be friends because that's not fair. And you're stealing the cr- my crush and like all that silly stuff. So I feel like with friendships, it's definitely, you know, they come and go and it by no means does that make it seem like you failed in any way because that's just what life is. That's the course of life. And with school, it's very cut and clear. Like you got an F, you failed, you got like a CAD, you know, and whatever your eyes of a fail is like, that's a fail to you. So I feel like it's more like, like boom in your eyes, like 
there's your grade. It's bad and it's not what you wanted. It's not what you think you deserved or maybe it is what you deserve because that's what you got, but you just tried a little bit harder. So I think, you know, failure definitely has many, many types of failure definitely forms in different scenarios all the time and you'll be failing at work which could mean that you know you're not hitting your goal you're not trying as hard you're not yada 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 doing whatever you need to be doing and your boss is upset with you and your coworkers are annoyed because they feel like they're picking up your slack that is more of like a hard working problem or maybe you're dealing with mental health and then you need to like talk to someone but um I just feel like at like the stage that I'm at and probably what most of you you as in my listeners whoever you are out there um probably most of you have experienced so far so that is all that I have today to talk about on failure and I hope you enjoy this episode I can definitely go into more detail about anything you guys want or want to hear um this is just kind of like my initial thoughts and I would love to get your feedback and hear what you have to think or you have to say or what you think about failure and past experiences in your life or current experiences and anything else like that I'm here for you and no and I know you probably don't want to hear this and it's so annoying and cheesy but it's all gonna be okay it always is like time passes the issue moves on and you face new challenges and you could fail that or you could do great and whatever happens happens and everything ends up being the way it is and everything will be all all right and so I just want to thank you guys today for listening and I know I am definitely a young creator and a new creator so I appreciate you guys taking the time to listen to me if you've made it this far make sure you rate my podcast it definitely helps and follow me so you can hear more episodes all right guys bye